Welcome back to Proactive, where I'm talking to Tim Livesey now. He is the CEO of Oriole Resources. Tim, firstly, a very happy new year and welcome back to the platform. It's very good to have you on. And secondly, I see you smiling over there and your share price over there is at its highest since around about May of 2023, after you announced the signing of this definitive earning agreement with BCM International. We're going to be talking all about that today. Perhaps you can just get us back up to speed with who BCM are. Certainly, Tom. So it's great to be here. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, BCM are a they're a mining services group essentially. They initially started off in Australia. Um, they did a lot of early work in the Hammersley Iron Ore Ranges, and in 1990, BCM identified the opportunity that West Africa had for the, the burgeoning and, and growing uh, mining sector in West Africa, and they moved across and based themselves in Ghana and established a, a contract services group which supplied services, um, hauling, drilling, et cetera, to the mining industry. We have, they're a private company. We have been in talks with them for quite a while and um, they've, they've basically an offshore um, private group which is looking to invest in, uh, in opportunities like ours in Cameroon. Thank you very much indeed, Tim. So let's hear more about opportunities like yours in Cameroon. It's the Bibimi project that they've uh, bitten upon, isn't it? What is it that, that they found attractive? I think the key thing for Bibimi is that it's quite an advanced stage project. It's probably the most advanced project in Cameroon in gold. We announced our maiden jork resource back in December 2022. And Bibimi, I think, attracted... BCM as they recognize the potential for this particular resource to grow and to be a very quick mine startup. With BCM coming into Cameroon, they've identified the opportunity in Cameroon uh, to establish themselves as a mining contractor. And obviously the best way to do that is to get involved with early stage movers like ourselves with projects like Bibami, where we have potential to expand the existing resource significantly and to discover more answers in the ground and then turn that into uh, a small scale operating mine very, very quickly. And what are they really bringing to the party in uh, actual terms from your point of view, Tim? Well, they bring a lot of experience in mine building and mine operation, uh, which is really important to us at this early stage. You know, Although we have quite a vast experience within our own team, markets always look to small companies like ourselves and say, well, okay, the next step is to, to build a small operation. What skills have you got to do that? BCM clearly have that. They're, they're busy operating in a number of large mines in West Africa. They've provided services to companies like Newmont, Barrick, Anglo. Um, they're currently doing some work out in uh, iron ore in, in Tonkalila. So, so they are quite an expansive and experienced group. Uh, so obviously they bring a lot of expertise, a lot of, uh, a lot of knowledge and African-focused knowledge at that. But they also bring, obviously, a very strong cash flow. They're a very strong financial group. And that means that they can follow the money on assisting in exploration and also in early stage development. A very welcome development indeed. What does it all mean for the timeline, Tim? Well, it should shorten things. Um, we we have a, a little bit of a, a rule of thumb, shall we say, that uh, if you imagine a triangular graph, you have speed, quality and cost on the three points of that triangle. And um, you can't have all three um, unless you throw a lot of money at it. If you want quality and speed, you've got to throw money at it. Now, what this means to the timeline at Bibimi is we are well-funded. The investment comes in and 
allows us to use our team to drive forward that exploration resource expansion. And in parallel, it allows us to work on the early stage um, preliminary assessments and feasibility and scoping the feasibility studies to get that, that mine project uh, aligned and hopefully ready for some, some development in a much shorter timeline. Um, they're also, they're a private group, so they're very, very flexible. So when it comes to ultimately, if we, if we are successful and we do identify something that could be turned into a mine, then the, the steps towards building that are shortened because we don't necessarily have to go out for sort of corporate financing and so on. It, those, are, those are still steps way, way down the line. But um, the next 18 months should see a significant change to our knowledge of Bivermi and hopefully steps towards development. What do you think the next 18 months holds in terms of your relationship with BCM, Tim? Uh, well, it started off very strongly. Uh, we have been negotiating and discussing the opportunities in Cameroon with them for a number of months. And I can only say that we've had a very, very strong uh, alignment of strategy so far. I, I really believe the next 18 months we'll see success in the work that we do, and that will only bring a stronger relationship with BCM. We have already put in place uh, basic structures, you know, a technical committee, representatives from both sides to review the work programs and, and approve them and so on. And we also have sort of at the corporate level, you know, CEO to CEO, chair to chair. Uh, we have very strong relationships there as well. So I think this is this is a very, very positive thing for BCM and for Oreo. And with a bit of luck for your shareholders as well, I alluded to the fact that your share price is back up to where it was in May of 23. Obviously, it took a little bit of a, a dip before coming back up in the meantime. So how do you think your shareholders should be reacting to this news and uh, any future developments with BCM? Well, I, I think this really signals what we've been trying to educate the investor base on with regard to Cameroon for the last few years. And that is that we are unusually, for the AIM market, we are a true grassroots explorer, which means the early years, although the expenditure in the early years was quite low, the timelines are quite long to establish yourselves and to get projects going. Now, we've had nothing but success in Cameroon. The central licenses, the Bibimi assets, we've always been successful in our exploration. So from an investor's point of view, obviously we have some investors who are, who are taking profit. Um, that's understandable. That's what investors put money in to get money out. That makes sense. But I would, uh, I would urge our investor base to look carefully at the various potentials coming up. It's not just Bibimi. We have a parallel agreement in place with, uh, or coming in with, uh, with BCM on another license. We have other assets in the portfolio. So there's a, this is, we believe this is the beginning of a real growth story for the company. And we really hope that our investors can hang in there and follow that through and obviously be rewarded as we come out of uh, what's been a very tough time for the markets in the last couple of years. It certainly has. Uh, you have alluded there to other assets in the portfolio. Senegal, you mentioned it in the RNS last week. Uh, any update there? Yes, Senegal's an interesting one. You know, we were originally joint ventured with IM Gold. They were earning in on the project. IM Gold sold their position in all of the West African assets back in uh, February last year, and Managem became the partner. Uh, Managem are a Moroccan-based mining company, and they primarily came into Senegal for, the, for IM Gold's Boto project. But we are the immediate neighbour to Boto, and we have assets. We are we have targets and prospects which 
could potentially add value to the Volto development and to manager. So we are reaching the second option period with the Sonala license. Uh, this is part of the agreement with the, with the incoming JV partner. And that option period expires in February. And at that point, Managem have a couple of opportunities. They can either stay at their current investment level, which is around about 60% ownership. Um, they can agree to push that ownership up to 70% maximum by giving us a balance of cash from the earn-in, which is a couple of million dollars still to be spent or handed over to us to get to 70%. And then beyond that, there's obviously the option they can we can we can pro rata uh, invest and continue exploration. Um, we we get diluted back to a royalty ultimately, but there's you know a few tens of millions need to be spent to take us to that point. Um, or Oriel could decide to uh, you know sell out their their value in it either to Manage M if they're interested in consolidating the license or to a third party. So there's a lot of opportunity here. There's opportunity for Manage M to consider what their position is going to be. Um, and we're obviously in discussions with them as to what suits best uh, Oriol, what suits best our partners, uh, EMC, and what suits best uh, manage them for the benefit of that project, uh, to take that project forward. So lots of opportunity, but in a nutshell, a lot of value tied into Sonala, and it's not something that's been ignored. It's just been um, delayed slightly because of this change from IM Gold to manage them coming in and the, the different strategies the different companies had in exploring. Great to see you again, Tim. Fantastic news out of the business. Very nice to see. We'll catch you again very soon, I hope. Thank you very much, Thomas. Good to speak. Bye-bye.